the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. My lucky station. With SRN News, I'm Gordon Griffin. Authorities have responded to hundreds of traffic accidents as a winter storm dumps snow and ice on parts of the southeast. North Carolina Governor Roy Cooper said Sunday that the state highway patrol has responded to more than 500 crashes and 1,100 calls for service. Cooper said some crashes had caused major delays on the interstate highways. Virginia State Police said that they'd responded to more than 60 crashes as southern parts of the state have seen more than a foot of snow. Dual price analyst Troby Lumberg says the average U.S. price of regular grade gasoline plummeted over the past three weeks. Gasoline has now dropped 22 cents over the past three weeks. Regular grade is now 251. It is a drop of 40 cents over three months. And that current price of 251 is four cents below its year ago point. More details at srnnews.com. Mark Levin wants to move on from the investigations. The President of the United States will not be indicted. The President of the United States has not witnessed tampering. The President of the United States has not obstructed justice. The President of the United States has not conspired or colluded. He's done nothing. And the fact that this word impeachment has been hanging over his head and his administration like a dark cloud even before he was inaugurated is truly unconscionable. Mark Levin, weeknights at 8 on AM 1280, The Patriot. Intelligent Radio. AM 1280, The Patriot. My number two does not look like a number two. I don't know what to call it. Is there a number three? Table for four, please. Anything close to the restroom. A middle seat with these stomach problems? That's my fear of flying. Sound like you? If it does, you could be one of the many people with a digestive condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency or EPI. Even if you don't know what EPI is, you might know the symptoms. Frequent diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain. If you have even just one of these symptoms, you could still have EPI because not everybody experiences EPI the same way, which is why it's so important to open up to your doctor about all your symptoms. And the good news is EPI is manageable, so don't keep a lid on it. Go to identifyepi.com. Complete the symptom checker and use it to have a conversation with your doctor. Don't keep a lid on it. Visit IdentifyEPI.com. Brought to you by AbbVie. Hi, this is Alexander Green, Chief Investment Strategist for the Oxford Club. Just for a moment, I'd like you to picture the perfect stock. No doubt it would have hundreds of billions in revenue, more than IBM, Facebook, and Google. It would probably be a leader in cutting-edge technology like smartphones and robotics. It would be on the verge of dozens of blockbuster announcements. But most of all, it would be ultra-cheap, trading at less than $3 a share. Now, it may seem crazy that such a stock exists, but it does. It's a cutting-edge tech company that has made deals worth hundreds of millions of dollars with Nokia, Microsoft, and Cisco, and a $29.2 billion deal with Apple. It's set to create 50,000 new jobs right here in America, and Donald Trump even calls it the eighth wonder of the world. Yet you've likely never even heard of the stock. Why? Because it trades under a secret name. To find out why the secret $3 stock can help you retire, simply go to OneStockRetirement.com. That's OneStockRetirement. Does your office need a little TLC? Do you notice your bathrooms are a bit smelly? Are the surfaces in your break room a little sticky? And isn't that the same coffee spill on the floor and chili splatter in the microwave from weeks ago? If so, I've got the solution. Hi, I'm Tasha, owner of Forever Cleaning. We're family-owned and offer affordable, reliable office cleaning all over the Twin Cities metro area. So if your office is screaming for help, call me today. Let's get you scheduled for your free walkthrough. So you can receive your free quote at 763-807-9817. If you mention this ad, you will receive 15% off your first month of service. And just for being a loyal Patriot listener, I'll waive your first initial cleaning fee. Again, call 763-807-9817. Or you can visit my website at forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, evrcleaning.com. Remember... Forever cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. 
program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. It's time now for a smart plain talk regarding politics, Israel, and the law. This is the Victory Hour with Andrew Parker of Parker Daniels Keyboard. Wise counsel, winning results. Now, here's your host, Andrew Parker. I'm impressed with my attorney, Bernie. I'm impressed with his influential friends. He's got very big connections, and I follow his directions. Bernie knows his way around, and so I it's always... It's Sunday, 4 o'clock. And what does that mean to each and every one of you? It means the best hour in radio, the best hour in media anywhere. It is the Victory Hour. I am Andrew Parker, and I'm with you every Sunday, although not last Sunday. No, actually, I was, wasn't I? I was on the air through call-in last Sunday as I was down in Austin, Texas, tending to some business matters in Austin. I represent a client who is going to litigation down in Travis County, Texas the home county of the capital of the state of Texas, Austin, Texas. And we have a significant case down there that I am handling. We'll be going to trial soon. I've got uh, seven trials lined up for civil litigation trials lined up for 2019, and we are ready for them. At Parker Daniels Keyboard, which brings you the victory hour every Sunday, 4 to 5 o'clock, Parker Daniels Keyboard, preeminent law firm downtown Minneapolis. We win. Uh, But more so, we take it personally and we represent our clients with 24-7 responsiveness, 365 days a year we are available to you. Uh, Listen, people pay a lot of money to lawyers and uh, lawyers ought to respect that and be available to their clients and have the utmost responsiveness. It is a watchword of our firm, as well as uh, taking matters personally and going in and attacking aggressively to zealously represent the clients at Parker Daniels Keyboard. You know, while you're listening to the show today, go to parkerdk.com. You'll learn more about Parker Daniels Keyboard. And in addition, pull out that number two pencil and yellow pad because you can jot this number down. Give us a call. If we have time, we'll get you on the air. 651-289-4488. A victory hour call is always a good call to make. What are we going to talk about today on the victory hour? Well, we, uh, as I've said over the last couple of weeks, we are now beyond the midterm elections, and we're going to talk about some of the fallout from the midterm elections uh, today, uh, in particular as it relates to a few of the members of the Democratic Party that are being sent to Washington by those who vote Democrat, who support the Democratic Party, and we're going to shed some light, shine some light on who you have sent to Congress, and uh, I wonder how you feel about them. And we're going to talk about them in uh, the substantive area of U.S.-Israel relationships, which is what we talk about on the Victory Hour. We talk politics, Israel, and the law every week. And so we're going to talk about the midterms and their impact on the U.S.-Israel relationship in particular as it relates to a few members of Congress, who I'm sure you can guess who they are if you've listened to the Victory Hour before, uh, and who the Democrats are supporting and what their, uh, these particular members most important issues are. One of them is the U.S.-Israel relationship, which is why we're going to talk about that today with respect to these, uh, these members and where they stand on it. In addition, we're going to talk about a recent firing in a public school uh, in Virginia 
relating to the treatment of a transgender student. I'm going to lead off with that in just a moment. Toward the end of the show, in the second half of the show, we're going to talk more specifically about Israel, what's going on in Israel, the UN in Israel, and in particular Hezbollah on the northern border of Israel and what the Israelis are doing about the activities of Hezbollah. It'll be something that you probably have not read much about. Stay tuned for that, uh, as it is fascinating. will not be surprising to you altogether, but it may be news to you, generally speaking. So listen, what has gone on out in Virginia with a Virginia high school teacher who was fired this past week. The reason he was fired is he wouldn't use the preferred pronoun of a female student who claimed she was now a male. And a unanimous decision from the five members of the West Point School Board They fired a French teacher at West Point High School, roughly 265 students, uh, and it followed a four-hour hearing. The board only discussed their decision for about an hour before rendering their decision to terminate Uh, This teacher, he had taught at the high school for almost seven years, uh, and he had taught the student in question in the 2017-18 school year when the student still identified as a female, but now was identifying as a male. Over the summer, she made that decision. She decided that she was a boy. Now, she didn't go through, you know, physical change, but she decided she was a boy, and she wanted to be referred to as a boy. The teacher addressed the girl by the new name she had chosen, but would not use the girl's preferred new pronoun because it conflicted with the teacher's Christian faith. So here we are at the crossroads of one's faith beliefs and another's demand that they be referred to in a certain way. The student claimed that she had felt singled out, but the only reference to the teacher actively calling the girl by the female pronoun rather than her name, according to witnesses, came on Halloween this year when the student was using a virtual reality headset as the student was about uh, to uh, take over. The teacher told the student, stop her because she was, you know, in these virtual headsets, you're moving around and you're, you can't see reality. You're basically watching a movie and yourself move throughout the movie. She was about to run into a wall. So the teacher told the students to stop her, the other students. But of course, she wanted to be referred to as a him. So when he yelled to stop her so that she wouldn't run into a wall. That was the infraction. That incident prompted a discussion with administrators, and that's when the teacher, and by the way, this appears to have been the only incident that raised this to administrators, but the teacher did state during the questioning from administrators of what occurred during this incident that he would not use the student's preferred pronoun. And at that point, he was suspended, the teacher was. Hmm. He was then fired. 
And, uh, you know, what do you do with that scenario? Does the school board expect its employees to follow its policies or not? That was the perspective of the superintendent, many on the board. Discrimination leads to creating a hostile learning environment. And the student expressed that. And the parents expressed that. They felt disrespected. And the school district must follow its policies. The teacher, on the other hand, believed he had the right to free speech as well as the fact that it violated his conscience, his religious beliefs. And uh, he was required to say, I'm sorry for that, and refer to her by the male pronoun. Is that tolerance? Or is that coercion? Which way do you go? Well, one man has lost his job over it. And that is the direction of this country. It's the direction of the Democratic Party. Is it the direction you think it should go? Well, many of you may. But it certainly is, as I said, at the crossroads of where we are headed. Are we going to go right or left? Are we going to go straight down the center? We're going to talk more about issues of the day, including in particular the Democratic Party and the direction it is headed, in addition to the gender pronoun selection that people are demanding and the requirements of those, even those who have conscious objection to it, must follow suit, apparently, of the majority, regardless of your faith. Hmm. So when we get back after this short break, we're going to talk about the direction of the Democratic Party as it relates to the U.S.-Israel relationship, and that is uh, coming up. Stay with us, and while we're on this short break, go to ParkerDK.com. Visit Parker Daniels Keyboard's website, often referred to as an award-winning website. See what you think. We'll be right back. AM1280, The Patriot. Is a verbal contract really only as good as the paper it's written on? This is Andrew Parker from the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently represented a client in a claim for unpaid compensation. He was promised payment of $1.8 million in bonuses. His employer refused to pay, citing no written contract. We went to work. After investigation and litigation, we won the case and recovered $2.3 million for our client. Our experienced trial lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country. We have legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, and financial transactions and appeals. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Go to ParkerDK.com. This is Lon Chen of the Hoover Institution for Townhall.com. The 2018 midterm elections were notable not so much for the so-called blue wave that washed over the House of Representatives, but instead for the way in which the results demonstrated how politically polarized we are becoming as a country. Liberal areas in the Northeast and on the West Coast supported Democrats more strongly, and states where President Trump did well in 2016, like Indiana and Missouri, voted more Republican. That's why the next Congress will give us divided government. At a time when we mourn the loss of former President George H.W. Bush, we also reflect on the ways in which principles like compromise, bipartisanship, and collegiality have seemingly disappeared from our modern politics. It's too bad, because while we have political disagreements with others, we should always remember that first and foremost, ahead of the partisan labels or political beliefs, we are Americans first. I'm Lon He Chen. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate program. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. 
Did your employer make you sign a promissory note when joining the company, and now you want to leave, but you're afraid your firm will pursue you personally for that debt? This is Jesse Keyboard from the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. I recently represented a client who had signed such a note, and I was able to get them out of their $500,000 debt to their company, which allowed them the freedom to exit a bad employment situation and enter a much better one. Meeting our clients' objectives is our focus at Parker Daniels Keyboard, and in this regard, we win. Our experienced trial team of lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country and through arbitration. We have the legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, shareholder disputes, financial transactions, security issues, and appeals. For wise counsel winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier litigation law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Wise counsel winning results. Go to ParkerDK.com. Genesis, yes, you know, we're not listening to Genesis enough nowadays, are we? Well, you listen to the Victory Hour and you'll get some Genesis. We're, uh, I think we're still reading Genesis, in fact. Yes, we are. And happy Hanukkah to all of my uh, Jewish listeners out there. We are on the eighth night of Hanukkah this evening. Merry Christmas as we move into the holiday season of Christmas to all of my uh, Christian listeners out there. And uh, it's a great time of year. So I kind of wanted to play Genesis. Adam here, my producer, he approved entirely. And so... The entire show today, we're going to have Genesis listen in. Keep listening in. We're going to talk now about the Democratic Party, uh, not just the social justice issue of preferred pronouns and people getting fired if you do not use the correct pronoun. Boy, you better stay in line, mister or miss, missy. (laughs) You're going to be looking for a job. So what happened at that Virginia high school, he hasn't decided whether he's going to sue for wrongful termination. He ought to call Parker Daniels keyboard because we would take that case. Absolutely, we would. Seeking real justice. I don't know. People talk about social justice. I don't know if you saw on this uh, NFL Sunday that in Chicago, a number of the uh NFL Chicago Bears football players have cobbled together from their pittance of earnings $800,000 apparently and are giving it to social justice causes as they put it. And they have some uh, big promotions that the NFL is putting out there talking about what a wonderful thing it is they're doing and I'm sure that it is but I wonder what they mean by social Justice causes. Um, Do they, uh, you know, many people say that increasing the minimum wage, for example, I'm sure that's not what they're giving their money to. They're they're giving it to schools uh, in certain part, to the environment, probably to climate change issues. Is it social justice if you support causes that have Secondary implications, or as we call them, the unintended consequences, which further impoverish those in poverty, further harm and injure those who are struggling. 
because that is exactly what many of these quote-unquote social justice programs are doing. Social justice policies do. And it's unfortunate, but it has been shown over decades that that is the case. Nonetheless, it is ignored by the Democratic Party and they continue to push and continue to fail. They continue to fail the middle class and those who are impoverished. So what they turn to for their vote is say, we're just going to give you things. Of course, keeping those who are in difficult economic straits down, keeping them from lifting themselves up, something that we all should be focused on, the self-esteem of those who are going through difficult times, which we all do now and again, uh, lifting themselves up rather than being given things. It, it, all, it is always, as I have said many times, not just a greater reward, but really the only reward to receive something after you have worked hard to earn it as opposed to simply being given it. Think about that as you're thinking about different policy initiatives pushed by one side or the other of the aisle. Let's now turn to a little juxtaposition in the Democratic Party. House Majority Leader uh, Representative Steny Hoyer. He's the incoming House Majority Leader. He has been in the House of Representatives for decades. He is a staunch supporter of the state of Israel. As a Democrat, he has been from the beginning and his support has only grown. He has supported the U.S.-Israel relationship and he is the second most powerful Democrat in the House of Representatives. Compare that then, on the other hand, to a freshman Michigan representative just got elected her name, and you've heard, her, uh, you've heard me mention her before, Rashida Tlaib, from a district in suburban Detroit. Also a member of the Democrat Democratic Caucus in the House of Representatives. Tlaib, a Palestinian-American, has just announced that she will skip the trip that Steny Hoyer leads and invites freshman members to every year to the state of Israel. He is a long-standing supporter, as I said, and he plans to once again, and he he has done many times before, lead a trip to the Jewish state in 2019, inviting the freshman class of the Democratic Caucus to learn about the importance of the alliance between these two democracies, the critical strategic importance of that alliance, the fundamentals and the foundations of the values of the Jewish state and the United States of America, virtually identical values grounded in the same Thoughts and foundations, principles. Well, Talib's not going to go on that trip. No, she is going to hold her own trip. And I've got to believe that Ilhan Omar will go with her. Fifth District Congressperson from the state of Minnesota, also a freshman, just elected. What do the two of these uh, women have in common other than being women and newly elected to the House? They are both anti-Israel. They are both pro-boycott, divestment, and sanctions of the state of Israel. What is BDS, boycott, divestment, and sanctions, that Omar and Tlaib both support, and they're going to go on their own trip 
and tell the rest of the Democrats, screw you, we're not going with you. We don't want to learn about this ongoing alliance between the United States and Israel. No, we support BDS, which is a movement that aims not just to criticize Israel's government policies, but its purpose is the elimination of the sole Jewish state on earth. The BDS movement, which Talib and Omar, Omar, by the way, who lied to the Jewish community and got a lot of their votes in the 5th District, came and lied to the Jewish community when she spoke to them just a couple weeks before the election at a uh, local synagogue. I did not attend, I can tell you that. I was opposed to it from the beginning because I knew she would use it as a cloak for her real views. She lied about support uh, being against the BDS movement. She is for it, and when she got elected, she came out for it. It was a blatant lie. So Tlaib and, uh, and Omar support the BDS movement and its modus operandi as economic warfare against the Jewish state. Its strategic purpose is to delegitimize the state of Israel and legitimize discrimination against Jews and the only Jewish state in the world. Make no mistake, it's to legitimize discrimination against Jews as well as to stigmatize and isolate Israel's Jewish supporters as pariahs. That's what Tlaib and Omar are doing, and they're going off to Israel on their own separately. And I will tell you something. Those on the far left of the Democratic Party and moving to the middle of the Democratic Party are supporting this. Make no mistake, they are supporting this. And if they do not get up and shout down and make clear and shine the light of what these women are doing, they are, as, you know, they are complicit in it. What is Amy Klobuchar and Tina Smith? What are they going to do about their party? I want to hear it. Or, or Betty McCollum. I guarantee you McCollum won't do jack. I'm going to talk a little more about this and then talk about what's going on on the northern border of Israel when we come back. Stay with us. It's the Victory Hour, and we've got much, much more. Do not miss it. In the meantime, go to ParkerDK.com. We'll be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. How can you protect your company's most valuable proprietary information? This is Andrew Parker of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. We recently represented a local manufacturing company in an employment lawsuit. Our client learned that a longtime employee was leaving the company to join a direct competitor. The employee intended to help the competitor develop an automated manufacturing system that was a copy of our client's system. The employee did not have a non-compete agreement with our client. We nonetheless filed suit and brought an immediate motion to prevent the employee from beginning work with the competing company. We won, and the employee was prohibited from working for the competitor. Parker Daniels Keyboard's attorneys have been advising companies on employment law matters for decades. And if you find yourself in court, our attorneys are some of the toughest and most experienced employment trial lawyers around. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard. Go to ParkerDK.com. Hi, this is Eric with the Kingdom Builders with some words of encouragement for you today. In Galatians 5-7, Paul tells us that those who have put their trust in Jesus Christ are no longer bondservants, but sons. And as sons, then heirs of God through Christ. He goes on in Ephesians 1-3 to explain what a great blessing that is when he says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly places in Christ. There are two small words in that verse that bring great encouragement. The first is half, which tells me it is already done. And the second is all, which tells me that I lack nothing in Christ. Oh, how great to be called a child of God. On behalf of the Kingdom Builders, I hope these words are encouragement to you today. If you'd like to contact us, look us up online at thekingdombuilders.net. I am Marcus Juvland. Like my dad always says, we're not salespeople, we're just great roofers. Is a verbal contract really only as good as the paper it's written on? 
This is Andrew Parker from the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. I recently represented a client in a claim for unpaid compensation. He was promised payment of $1.8 million in bonuses. His employer refused to pay, citing no written contract. We went to work. After investigation and litigation, we won the case and recovered $2.3 million for our client. Our experienced trial lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country. We have legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, and financial transactions and appeals. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard a premier law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Go to parkerdk.com. We are back. It's the Victory Hour. We're talking about the Democratic Party and the scourge in the party that is uh, starting to take hold as it relates to some of the radical, well, I would call them radical factions within the party that support boycott, divestment, and sanctions from the state of Israel. I was talking about what BDS is what it means. Uh, Its strategic purpose, again, is to legitimize discrimination against Jews and the Jewish state under the guise of, well, we disagree with that policy or this policy related to the Jewish state. And, of course, that disagreement is really not the focus. It's to stigmatize and isolate Israel's Jewish supporters. That's what it's to do, often moving ever so slowly, slip-sliding into the trope of dual loyalty, that Jewish supporters of the state of Israel have a dual loyalty, another anti-Semitic slur. That is why BDS is not only a form of anti-Jewish bias, but in in fact, it's indistinguishable from anti-Semitism. And Rashida Tlaib, just elected to the same caucus that Steny Hoyer is the majority leader. Steny Hoyer, decades-long, staunch supporter of the State of Israel, House Majority Leader, to be uh, under the new Congress and leader of the Democratic caucus along with Nancy Pelosi, neither of whom support BDS. However, who does? Rashida Tlaib, newly elected by the Democrats. Who else? Ilhan Omar, newly elected by the Democrats. Ocasio-Cortez, newly elected by the Democrats. And Tlaib is not going on the Democrat trip led by Steny Hoyer to the State of Israel, where they will meet with the highest-ranking officials in the State of Israel, where they will meet with Palestinians, Jews, Israelis alike where they will visit all of the security areas and describe what is occurring? No. Tlaib is going to take her own trip, where she is only going to visit the Palestinian areas. And she's going to visit checkpoints and claim that they embarrass and ridicule Palestinians, which is an outrageous uh, lie. They are there for protection and security. Much like, although much more stringent because they have to be, our TSA system at airports. We are all stopped. We are checked before we can go through. Why? 
Well, because uh, many radical Islamists decided to blow up the World Trade Centers and to engage in terror around the world since. Many, many acts of terror. Radical Islamists. That's who did it. Call it out for what it is. It does not make me an Islamophobe. You call it out for what it is. There were attacks around the world before this all happened. We didn't have the TSA. These used airplanes to fly into big buildings. Well, I'll tell you, when you call it what it is, it does not make you an Islamophobe. And when you don't call it what it is, it creates danger, serious danger. You cannot defend what you do not understand or recognize. You cannot defend against, I should say, what you do not understand or recognize, for sure. So, I asked on the other side of the break, what is Tina Smith and Amy Klobuchar going to say about this? Well, Tina Smith's office called me this past week. They're going to be coming on the show. I'm going to ask her about it. I'm going to ask her about the BDS movement. I believe that she is unequivocally opposed to it. But I want to have her make a statement to those within her party who support it. Same with Amy Klobuchar. Because as some of these members of the, uh, of the powerful within the Democratic Party who are throwing their hat in the ring for president, I want to see how they will continue to support the U.S.-Israel relationship when their base is moving away from that idea. That is what becomes dangerous. That is where people say, ah, Talib and Omar, they're just gadflies. They're on the fringe. They aren't taking over the Democratic Party. Oh, no, they're not yet. But these Palestinian Americans, and it's not to be against Palestinians. It is to be against those who espouse insidious anti-Semitic hate. And that is what we're talking about, the BDS movement. That is what it is there to do. It is to eliminate the Jewish state. What's Kamala Harris going to say? What's Cory Booker going to say? Kristen uh, Gillibrand. Even Bernie Sanders. The Jew from Vermont. Yeah, Bernie. Uncle Bernie. Not even a support. Yeah, he's Jewish. But he's no supporter of the state of Israel. Oh, no. And he'll say, yes, I am. And how dare you say, you know what? If you take the positions that you take, Bernie Sanders, you're no supporter of the state of Israel. I'm sorry. You're not. So what are they going to say in the face of Tlaib and Omar? Well, we'll see. And we'll see how many go on Tlaib's trip rather than on Steny Hoyer's trip. That will be interesting as well. How many Democrats are going to go on that trip? Is Betty McCollum going to go? Well, she's not a freshman, so she may not. But she may well be one who would go on that trip. Betty McCollum repeatedly elected by the Democrats in St. Paul. People you're probably sitting next to having coffee at the local cafe, voting for Betty McCollum. Same thing in Minneapolis. Those Democrats all voting for Ilhan Omar. All right, so let's shift gears now to the northern border of uh, is the state of Israel. And, uh, I mean, I don't know if you remember, but back in 2006, Hezbollah, in July of 2006, 
took as hostage, crossing into Israel and taking as hostage two Israeli soldiers. The Israelis do not stand for this, ever. And they will never. They launched immediate offensives against Hezbollah in southern Lebanon, across the Israeli northern border. And it lasted for an extended number of days. And this was when Hezbollah started to launch their missile system, which was uh, 80 to 100,000 strong in missiles, into Israel proper, into Haifa, where my aunt and uncle raised their kids and and still, uh, well, lived for many, many years. They've passed away now, but uh, for decades in Haifa. Uh, I believe the third largest city in all of Israel. And more than a million people had to evacuate. A million people. Because these missiles coming from just a few miles away into Israel proper from Hezbollah. And these were very specific direct directed missiles. And by the way, Many of those missiles could reach Tel Aviv. The Israelis could have taken out Hezbollah, but the UN and the world community intervened. And they promised Israel that if you cease, we will make sure this will never happen again. We will make sure that no missiles will ever be on your northern border. And we will interdict any that attempt to come in, and we will take away any that are there now. Well, let's uh, fast forward 12 years, 2018. Hezbollah now has 160,000 missiles that are aimed at the state of Israel. That is why the state of Israel says never again. We will not rely on anyone else to defend ourselves. Why? Because they can't count on anyone else, particularly the U.N., as we know. We're going to talk a little bit more about uh, what's going on on the northern border of Israel, not just the missiles, on the other side of uh, the break here. So don't go away. And while we're on this break, go to ParkerDK.com, Parker Daniels Keyboard, award-winning website. Well, at least many refer to it as such. And uh, take a look. Learn a little bit more about uh, Parker Daniels Keyboard. And when we get back, we're going to learn a little bit more about the northern border of the state of Israel and what the world community did to protect Israel. We'll be right back. Stay with us. AM 1280, The Patriot. Did your employer make you sign a promissory note when joining the company, and now you want to leave but you're afraid your firm will pursue you personally for that debt? This is Jesse Keyboard from the law firm Parker Daniels Keyboard. I recently represented a client who had signed such a note, and I was able to get them out of their $500,000 debt to their company, which allowed them the freedom to exit a bad employment situation and enter a much better one. Meeting our clients' objectives is our focus at Parker Daniels Keyboard, and in this regard, we win. Our experienced trial team of lawyers at Parker Daniels Keyboard have secured major victories in state and federal courts across the country and through arbitration. We have the legal expertise in all types of business disputes, labor and employment matters, real estate matters, shareholder disputes, financial transactions, security issues, and appeals. For wise counsel, winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard, a premier litigation law firm that provides efficient, aggressive, and innovative solutions to complex legal problems. Wise counsel, winning results. Go to ParkerDK.com. I'm Staff Sergeant Mark Anthony I'm Madrid. Staff Sergeant Smith Akal. I'm Staff Sergeant I'm Alex Staff Stevens. Sergeant William Lewis, and I am proud to defend my family and our nation. The Air Force Reserve is part of the story of this great nation. I'm grateful that I have a chance to wear the uniform of the heroes that went before me. I'm proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference in the world. Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as Reserve Citizen Airmen. Even as technology evolves and changes, our commitment to defend and protect this nation remains steadfast. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving. We celebrate our proud history and look towards an exciting and uniting future. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win in air, space, 
and cyberspace. And I am proud to be a member of... And I'm proud to serve in the United States. And I am proud to protect our country. Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. AFreserve.com How can you protect your company's most valuable proprietary information? This is Andrew Parker of the Parker Daniels Keyboard Law Firm. We recently represented a local manufacturing company in an employment lawsuit. Our client learned that a longtime employee was leaving the company to join a direct competitor. The employee intended to help the competitor develop an automated manufacturing system that was a copy of our client's system. The employee did not have a non-compete agreement with our client. We nonetheless filed suit and brought an immediate motion to prevent the employee from beginning work with the competing company. We won, and the employee was prohibited from working for the competitor. Parker Daniels Keyboard's attorneys have been advising companies on employment law matters for decades. And if you find yourself in court, our attorneys are some of the toughest and most experienced employment trial lawyers around. For wise counsel and winning results, contact us at Parker Daniels Keyboard. Go to parkerdk.com. We are back. It's the Victory Hour. I'm Andrew Parker. Thank you for joining us again this Sunday and upcoming Sundays. We're going to have Tina Smith, U.S. Senator from the state of Minnesota. Uh, We will have Dean Phillips, Congressman for the the 3rd Congressional District. We'll uh, be joining us uh, in the next couple of months on the Victory Hour. I'll have a date for you on that soon. Going to try to get City of Minneapolis Mayor Jacob Fry on the Victory Hour as well. So you're going to hear from many who espouse liberal policies and views, and we're going to see how they square. How is it that we're going to be able to uh, get along and not just beat one another about to avoid getting anything done? we got to get things done. So maybe we'll find some common ground. I, you know, I don't know that that'll be the case, but we'll try. On the other side of the break, we were talking about the northern border of Israel. We were talking about 2000 and, uh, 2006 in particular when Hezbollah was launching rockets into Israel and uh, there were, they were uh, standing behind human shields and putting these rocket launchers in schools, in mosques, even in hospitals uh, in order to draw fire from Israelis into these areas. The U.N., of course, attacked Israel for their response, which was outlandish, absolutely outrageous as the U.N. supported the arsonist rather than the firemen. And uh, it continues. What do I mean? Well, let me describe. I am reading, I I read yesterday a blog post by Elliot Abrams, uh, who was um, in the Bush administration and uh, outstanding foreign policy analyst. Uh, he is with the Council on Foreign Relations now. I had the opportunity to spend an evening with Elliot Abrams at an event where he was the keynote speaker and uh, learned a lot that evening. But he wrote this blog post regarding the U.N. and the Israel, Israel-Lebanon border. UNIFIL, which is the U.N. force that was created to protect the U.N.-Israel border, it's the U.N. force along the Israel-Lebanon border, not the U.S.-Israel, the Israel-Lebanon border, um, 
and they were reinforced. There were 15,000 that were put there by the U.N. in 2006 when uh, hostilities ceased uh, back when those missiles were flying. Well, Unifil hasn't really done their job. Why do I say that? Well, first, there are 160,000 rockets right under their nose that have gone in to replenish the thousands that were fired on Israel in 2006. That doesn't much help nor meet the UN Resolution 1701 that was passed in 2006. That resolution and several since then 2172 in 2014 that was passed by the Security Council at the UN, which re-upped on all of the previous resolutions regarding the border, say, uh, the uh, Lebanon-Israel border, responding to the request of the government of uh, Lebanon to extend the mandate of UNIFIL, is what the uh, resolution said in 2014. For yet another extension, reiterating its strong support for the territorial integrity. I'm now uh, paraphrasing from the resolution 2172 passed in 2014. Reaffirming its commitment to the full implementation of all provisions of resolution 1701, which was passed in 2006 when the hostilities were, were on and that included a permanent ceasefire and a long-term solution. There's not even been a short-term solution, let alone a long-term solution. Calling upon all concerned parties to strengthen their efforts to fully implement 1701, including no missiles in Lebanon. So we got to ignore those 160,000 that have been sent there by Iran, in particular, through Syria to Hezbollah. The U.N. just ignores that, but it calls out Israel as the pariah of the world. Expressing deep concern, I'm going back now to the U.N. resolution, expressing deep concern at all violations in connection with uh, that uh, 2006 resolution. Welcoming the constructive role that UNIFIL will play, de-escalating tensions and making sure there are no violations. So UNIFIL has all these rockets coming in under its nose. Well, what else has happened under its nose? Hmm. Reuters reported this past week. UN peacekeepers in Lebanon have confirmed the existence of a tunnel discovered by the Israeli military close to the blue line separating the two countries. UNIFIL standing for the U.N. Interim Force in Lebanon, is engaged with the parties to pursue urgent follow-up action and will communicate its preliminary findings to the appropriate authorities in Lebanon. Well, listen, there is no question there has been video taken. There's more than one tunnel. These tunnels are reinforced like like no tunnels before, and these tunnels aren't just close to the border. They go into Israel, deeply into the state of Israel, all created by uh, Hezbollah. And it's in the very area that UNIFIL stands on top of. They're tunneling under these UN enforcers. Uh, so it's so, it's just another example. Just another example. Well, for more examples, you make sure to come back next Sunday to the Victory Hour. Because we're going to have more about Israel and the U.S.-Israel relationship. We're going to have more about the Democratic Party and the direction that it is going. In the meantime, go to ParkerDK.com and have a great week. Thanks for joining us. expressed in a single word. Freedom, justice, honor, duty, mercy, and AM 1280, The Patriot. 
I'm Jan Markill, helping you understand the times. Many powerful countries have fallen throughout the ages. And just because we are in the 21st century, this doesn't mean our nations are permanent fixtures. The baby boomers are retiring and the baton of governance will be passed on to younger and younger generations. So what can we expect? It's simple. We can expect exactly what our education system in America has produced over the last 30 years. And the move to global economies and government has been underway for some time. With the idea that nationalism is dead, borders will no longer be necessary, and currency will be more electronic, eliminating cash. Christianity will continue to decline, and secularism will reign as the religion of America. The only hope for the future of America would be in her churches, and hopefully they'll rediscover faith and make it a priority in influencing their communities. For more information, listen to our weekend program on this station or anytime at olivetreeviews.org. AM 1280, The Patriot, is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Fueled. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.